was a lead character in that test for you, Smiley. And what? Well, that was a Y five O. Oh, um, Jack Warner. <laughs> no, it was what well, we call it, Steve Bookham, Steve, <laughs> Steve Bookham, Jack, Jack Warner. Even though. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a different program. Uh, welcome, up, Serge. <laughs> welcome to the Man, Man U Redcast here, talking about the greatest team on earth, Manchester United. In case you didn't know, in case you've been living on planet Zod, welcome back to you. My name's Eddie Nesta, and it is my pleasure, well, it is for a few minutes anyway, uh, to present to you the one and the only Mr. Michael Smiley. Yeah! He's hot to trot. He's coming at you like a fat bird downhill. It's Michael Smiley. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Gotta love that shit. You got, you're such a dodgy guy. <laughs> uh, coming in. Now, look, you've been boasting. Uh, your claim to fame is... Da-da-da-da. Oh, I was at Old Trafford the other week and, and opened up the programme. And there I am in the glossy, my big ugly mug. My name, Smiley says, bet fur, beautiful. And if anybody's got a copy, stick it on your mantelpiece. It'll keep the kids away from the fire this Christmas. Well done, mate. Well done. Uh, did, did you show it to anybody? Come on, there's no point. I showed it to everybody. To go, hey, this is Sixty-seven thousand people were going to me. Can you stop doing that? <laughs> we're sick of seeing you go. Just go around the people. Did you see my photograph? That's me. Look, that's me. Do you want, it, want me to sign it or anything? Has anything ever happened to you to make you think that you're famous? Yeah. What was the one? Come and be honest now. That I knew. Uh, yeah. what, uh, oh. So you say, something's happened, and you go, oh, actually, oh, it's not that bad. George Best came over and just shook my hand one time. He says, Michael, boom, couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> you lying bastard. <laughs> Van Morrison said to me one time, do you know, I'd have just been a country and western singer if it wasn't for you. <laughs> Alex Higgins, he said to me, I would have probably been a croquet player if it wasn't for you. So I pretty much I invented um, Northern Ireland celebrity and talent. What can I say? Did, 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 talking about uh, the, the Republic, actually, did you have any comment to make on the handball business? Oh, disgusting. Wasn't it disgusting? I love it because it, it, as far as I'm concerned, Thierry Henry is now like that guy in the joke who's sitting at the bar crying. And his mate comes up to him and says, what are you crying for? And he says, Jeff, 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 you know me. I'm an upstanding guy. You know what I mean? Do you remember, do you remember when I went to that village in Africa and helped them rebuild the village? Did they call me George the Ecologist? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. And do you remember outside that village, I found a broken down plane, right? I found this broken down plane and I put it together with my own hands and got it flying. Did they call me George the Aviator? No, they did not. I fuck one sheep. <laughs> Jerry Henry is going to be forever known as the sheep fucker. <laughs> He's going to be called Maradona. He is just unbelievable. He's unbelievable. It was sit, sit, watching him sitting in the centre circle, just like I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Wasn't man. sorry at all. The Irish have asked for an extra place at the World Cup, man, in South Africa. I read that number one that um, the Irish have stopped using Gillette, so we're going to be like, like <laughs> Muslim fundamentalists. The war's back on again, apparently. <laughs> Uh, a number two, you no, know those little, those little ugly, um, like dusty bin type, type Hoovers called Henry. Henry, stop yeah. buying those. Stop no, buying no those. No more. <laughs> oh, right, uh, Henri the Hoover. Yeah, Henri the Hoover. <laughs> we are not buying your Hoover no more. Yeah, no, no more. Vava, vava vum. It's uh, the vava vum. So the houses are stinking, and they got big, massive beards now. <laughs> well done. We're here talking about the greatest team on earth, which is Manchester United. But we do have some fun with some of the other teams, and let's uh, do that now. Or some of the other stories. Uh, greatest goal celebration now. Uh, Mr. Bollard has put himself right out. Isn't 
at Nev. Wasn't it fantastic? Good lad, good lad. I love him. I think he's hilarious. He's even funny to look at, doesn't he? What's, you know, what's, between what's... his between his nose and his chin, he looked like somebody's hit him with a cricket bat. His whole face just flattened out across the front of his between his cheekbones. Oh. But he is he is the archetypal Cockney character, isn't he? Yeah, maybe that was why he had the bandage around his neck. What was that thing around his neck? Oh, that was keeping the bolts um, from <laughs> getting cold. Apparently, some of them didn't have the guts to do it. That's really interesting because, of course, Hull have changed their, uh, their have changed their owner, the chairman, haven't they? And I thought he was going to go because since he did that, they were up in the top four last year, and then he did that thing at Manchester City and made them sit in the centre circle or sit aside and gave them uh, a, a terrible time. And now it seems like they're buying into it. They've had a few good results. I think seven points uh, they've won recently, and they may well survive now. Well, you know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't give a monkey's well chuff about Hull. <laughs> okay. Bring, let them go down, let them stay up, bring some more up from the championship that we can slap around a bit. <laughs> Do you know any of them? Bring them all on. Bring them all on. Okay, let's talk about something you might care about then. Uh, certainly, uh, the West of the world has just come around to understanding something that you and I have known for quite some time. Uh, this is a two-horse race. Didn't Chelsea give those children of Arsenal a proper spanking? Yeah, you just knew it was coming as well. Oh, it was horrible. To be fair, you knew it was coming. There's something about Chelsea that I've said it all season. They've got the look of them that United had when we had Konchelskis and we had Roy Keane and we had that and Schmeichel and, you know, the Mark Hughes. Mid, and mid, mid-90s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah. When we were just, we just looked like men on the pitch playing against boys. I mean, physically, uh, mental age, mental stamina, and just we were just going to roll everybody over. And Chelsea's got that. Chelsea's got that. Um, and I think we'll run them tight and I think we'll pip them at the post and we'll break their hearts, and then next season they'll all fall to bits because they'll be past their best. Yeah, they're well old, don't they? Yeah, yeah, no, they're the last apricot left on the tree. Yeah, well, let, let, let's get away and from them. they'll bruise on the way down, Dad, they'll bruise on the way down. And they're going to lose some of their best players in the African Cup of Nations. With any luck. I hope. With any luck. Yeah, especially the Bison. How oh, awesome a player is he, the Ghanaian Bison, With Essien. Oh, he's, we should have had him. He's the only one I missed. Well, we could have had uh, Lampard too. Uh, uh, Alex uh, Ferguson felt that ten million, I think it was at the time, was just too much to pay. I don't think Lampard would have turned out the same player if he'd have played for us. I think he was destined to go to somewhere like Chelsea. He's a London boy through and through. He just happened to, you know, get the right managers that brought him through. I think Ferguson. And Manchester uh, might have been a different kettle of fish for him. I think it's just a step too far for the likes of Lampard. But certainly, of all the players... But Essien would have been amazing. Right, so so if you could buy one, would he be ahead of Torres? The one player that doesn't play for us, uh, Manchester United at the minute, that if you had your way, you would bring in... Who is it, sir? I'd say Essien. Yeah. I'd say Essien, definitely. With the, a drug was amazing, but um, I'd say Essien. He just covers every inch of the pitch. I'm hoping that when Hargreaves comes back, he's everything... That we hoped he would be, and every bit as good. He's like the new Essien yeah, for us. I, yeah. I hope so. The kind of uh, midfield enforcer, because we certainly need one to to play alongside Fletcher. Well, Fletcher's doing that on his own, isn't he? Yeah, at a minute. With a, a chipped bone in his heel, and he's still doing it. Did you hear his? Or did you read about him um, saying it last week that he just steps up to Gerard? He steps up to all these like Fabregas. He steps up to Lampard and goes, "Do you want it? You can have it." Because I'll bring it to you. I'm going <laughs> to be in your face. I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid of you. Meet me, you know, meet behind behind the squash alleys, and we'll have it. You know what I mean? I yeah. just thought, go on, you boy. You. Yeah. Well, we we do rate him, and uh, oh, as a Scots boy, we do have to say Happy St Andrews Day. Well, it may not yeah, be no, by the no. time you listen to this, uh, but those Scots will be enjoying this day for a week or so, won't they? 
Yeah, St Andrew's Day. Do they do they, does every Scottish person go for it, or do they go wait? Do the working class ones wait to Robbie, to Robbie Burns, or do the is that St Andrew's sort of more like sort of sort of the Highland, more earnest East Coast who might have a little dram while singing songs from from old Mother Nature up in the Highlands there, or is it more like get it in here, Herbig? They're looking for independence. I say let the, let the bastards go if they want. Let them go. Let them see how it is. If, if we're not carrying them, the English. Oh right, uh, you're looking at sorry. me as if I'm supposed to join in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was seeing how far I could push you. <laughs> well, look, 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 before we get into Manchester United, a, a, a very famous Manchester United supporter celebrated his 50th birthday and all sorts of pictures of Sir Alex apparently having a very, very good time. He was the guest of honour at Eamon Holmes, who seems to be on our televisions and on our radios uh, all the time. He's a really passionate Manchester United supporter, isn't he? Have you ever yeah. met him up there? I met him brief, not up there. I met him briefly one time at um, a TV studio. I think he's a great lad. I think he's a great. He's done lad, well, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, and I think he's talented. He's a talented broadcaster, and I think, uh, you know, he wears his uh, he wears his badge, his crest of Man United on his chest. You know, he'll never pass up an opportunity to pick up his chest about United. So that's great. He'll yeah, do for me. No, it's absolutely. He's in the right part of the world as well. He's a sixer. Uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, Besiktas was not good. It was not good midweek. Uh, we haven't lost there for three or four years now. Oh, I don't know. Record, record, record. I think at the end of the day, you know, you're going to have to give these lads, the youngsters, a, t- um, a run out. And I think it was the perfect opportunity to give it a run. I, Before I thought the that's match, what the calling cup was for. No, but also, you know, we're already through. You know, give them a taste of playing a foreign team as well. You know, we've got enough good quality players that need to be need to be played. You know, we're talking about buying young players left, right and centre. We're already in the market for a couple of more young players, apparently. Um, are we going to are we ban them to stop other teams ban them? Or are we pa- ban them for to play them? And if we're banning them to play them, when are we going to play them? FA Cup, Carling Cup. So you said you shouldn't have played them in the, I, I don't in the know, Champions if, League? If you've got the Champions League... But it, we're already through, Eddie. Yeah, but I think we need one more point, don't we, to be yeah. guaranteed top of the group. And that, that's really important. It gives you home advantage, makes you one of the seeded club. It, I don't know if it's the type of uh, competition that I think that we should play around in. Because that was a real substandard team, wasn't it, if we're honest? Substandard? You wouldn't have said that when you looked at it on paper. It was The performance of them was, was under par, but um, I still believe that you've got to give them a chance. How are they going to? How are you going to know if they're good enough without giving them a chance? Okay, Bottom well, line. Well, we got an know? email that came in. Uh, read that, really. It says, uh, "Would it not be better to send either Makeda or and Welbeck out in January and buy uh, somebody in?" That's from Graham McKenzie, and thanks for that. Graham sent his email uh, to uh, Manu M A N Y O at playbackmedia.co.uk. Uh, are some of these players that are not quite hitting the mark because we didn't win that match and I'm not sure that it was a brilliant uh, performance although the egg-headed one from France uh, seemed to play particularly well Obertan I think is a great player he's going to do well isn't he I think he's a great player um, I think it's, it was rumoured that his problem was you know when he got the 18 yard box he didn't know what to do his, his, his bottle went away but he didn't have the nerve and I think he's shown he's getting more and more nerves so Ferguson's obviously in the training at Old Trafford's obviously you know, uh, concentrating on that. He's got a great first touch. He's fast. He's direct. You know, um, the other week I watched Man United versus um, or Northern Ireland versus Serbia, and Tosic was great again. Very direct. Very skillful. Playing with both feet. You know, these boys should be given a chance. 
Yeah, runs at people, and I suppose that's something that we don't have in the same way. What's happened to Makeda then? I mean, here's a guy who scored some fantastic goals last year, saved us in a way, when it was really, really uh, critical. He came up with a couple of really um, important goals, but we haven't seen really very much of him. I think he's still got smoke in his underpants. They've had so much smoke blowing up his arse in the past six months about how great he is at this, and you know he saved us against Villa, and he's actually he's living off it, you know. You think so? I yeah, mean, he I, had think, a, I think Ferguson's in a got him in his sights. I think yeah. Ferguson got him in his sights. I think he, if he doesn't buck his ideas up, there's a touch of the Lee Sharps about him. <clears throat> Give it a couple of years, and he'll be playing for Reykjavik. <laughs> You're so unkind. Well, you know, there was that classic moment we all know about. The Ferguson goes round around Giggs's house, and. That was a road to Damascus for two players. Lee Sharp, very soon after that, drifted away. And Ryan Giggs took the advice and stepped up to the plate. And look at what's Ryan Giggs now. Yeah, just scored his 100th goal. And Lee Sharp had natural talent too. But what did Lee Sharp do? You know, he was too busy after the pudding, you know. He loved it. So Don't we all? Yeah, but we don't let her. Don't let him get involved with your job, son. Don't let him get involved with your job. <laughs> oh, the chance would be a fine thing, eh? Uh, to have, a, have to make a decision like that. I'm wondering how many people, when we look back through history, would have been seen as even greater players had they not uh, had their head turned. Bestie, he, he couldn't be any better than he was, really. No. Even though uh, Marshy seemed to like the girls a, a fair bit. When we look back... I think the classic is, is Gascoigne, really, isn't it? Yeah. The classics, Gascoigne, you know, it's well documented that he should have went to United. <coughs> you know, to go to, down to the, you know, the, the Cava, as opposed to the champion Charlies of Tottenham. You know, he <laughs> uh, went down to the Prosecco Charlies and uh, got involved with all that Venables and all those boys. He should have went up to United, you know. He wasn't that far from home. He could have been eating his ma's hot pots on a Sunday if he wanted. And Ferguson would have sorted him out, you know. Um, so he's the most obvious one, you know. Um, Rodney Marsh. Obviously, back in the day, but there's a problem. I think it, there's a, there's now the, in my mind there's always a Rodney Marsh factor. Like when City bought Rodney Marsh in, he unbalanced the team so much that they end up losing the championship that year. And you know, in reality, that's what might happen if we get rid of our young players in the transfer window and bring in some an, um, all star, all kicking and shouting um, foreigner. Yeah, no, I accept that. But you see, Rodney Marsh has gone off to America and made a fortune, and so somehow it doesn't seem to work the same way that here is somebody who suffered because of his like of something else. Whereas- no, I'm just and what I'm talking about is the the Rodney Marsh getting into Man City, right? Um, halfway through the season a, a team that was already formulated into being a championship winning team he came in and unbalanced the team Okay, okay. You know, he was the extra spoke in the wheel and to bring somebody in in January and get rid of the young lads to answer the email I think is um, you know is a mistake I, I think you're probably right and Manchester City will never be in that position again will they bless them no, I love Man City you know what I mean I, I lost money gambling on them this weekend but I love Man City I love everybody going on about they're going to make the big push they'll make the big push about April and uh, get into some cup run into, or whatever into Toto is it called yeah, but what, what do you make then we, we, what we saw was last week 9-1 Tottenham 1 Aston Villa versus Tottenham great one all draw uh, Everton not really stepping up to the plate in quite the way you expect Man City 7th draw in a row is there somebody to challenge Liverpool for that 4th place I think they're all in there you know um, like they said that Liverpool's only 5 was it five points off off the um, off the chasing pack off the top four, but a lot of these other teams are too, you know. And if Liverpool is surrounded by um, some teams who may come through in the last third and push, 
you know. Um, but the, Liverpool need to buck their ideas up very soon. Okay. So, I mean, so far as you're concerned, in terms of Europe, not a, a devastating blow, an inconvenience uh, midweek, but not devastating. Okay, so we, we talked, and I lost the bet, because last week we were talking about what would happen uh, when Wayne Rooney did eventually score, whether he would have a, a, a T-shirt with Kai written on it or whether there would be a baby celebration. But it was all very businesslike. In fact, he went on to score two more. What did you make of that game? And the penalty decisions. Well, actually, I thought um, I couldn't believe the first one. And then when you looked at it in slow motion and the commentator, when I watched it on football first, was talking about it didn't, you know, it didn't affect the jump and the trajectory of the jump for the ball when he was um, when Village was holding his jersey. Village had a right good hold of the jersey. That was a penalty. No two ways about it. You know, you just got to put your hands up to that. Let's not play around and go, you know. I just you feel know, the girl it, fell on my penis. It just didn't happen. It, it didn't he happen. Did, right he it, grabbed it, him by the jersey and held him back. It, are referees getting an even tougher time now than they've ever got, or is that just me and my memory? I just think it's all part and parcel. You know, every week we're going to blame the referee and you know, this and the other. Sometimes the referees are rubbish. Um, sometimes they're not going to get everything. I do like the idea of um, of having an extra one. Oh, for goodness' sake! Yeah, why not have one on a helicopter? <laughs> What's the what's the other one do the one what's he do separate the uh, two uh, managers and make sure they stay in their technical yeah. area is that what he does yeah. and then they can have a joke or argue or call him a bleep yes yeah. he goes he goes between the different managers he goes he just called you a fruit you what oh yeah he called you a fruit he goes the other one going did you hear what he said about you oh apparently your miss is really fat that's apparently what he thought <laughs> you see him standing there and they do and they then before you know it he's, your man steps back and they're rolling around with each other it's it's the you know that's what he's there. He's the fourth shit stirrer. I think that uh, we're resisting this uh, technology, but it will be there eventually. Rugby, cricket, tennis, yeah, so it should it. Be. So it should I, be. I think so. I mean, I think with that much money at stake, you don't want human error. You want to get it right and make sure uh, the people who win are the ones who are supposed well, to. Well, nobody wants human error. And also, what you don't want is what's been creeping into it, is what you can get away with. You yeah. know, use English have been going on for years about, you know... Sorry, for, sorry what did you say? Use then? English have went on for years. I wanted to make um, sure that is what you said. I said use English have went on for years. And it sort of actually um, rebranded yourself on playing, you know, being being honourable and playing a fair game and all that and using cricket analogies, you know. And uh, there you go, we've just had somebody stand up at the back there. He's shown his medals already. It's well done. But... Um, and now what we've got with Premiership football is what you can get away with. You know? I think that's life, though, isn't it? If is you, it? Is yeah, it, Eddie? If you get is that caught, the way it should be, Eddie? No, I don't think it is the way it should be. If you can get away with it, then you're OK. But if you get caught, da, 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 crapo, smoke your pipe. Oh, that's the old um, 11th commandment. I, I, I think that so. shall not get caught. Yeah, look, Eddie Nestor and uh, Mr Smiley here, we're talking about what we feel about the greatest team on earth, but it doesn't work unless you get involved, and I'm inviting you to get involved. What have you heard? What do you like? What do you hate? What do you want to pick us up on? Uh, you can send your emails to uh, manu, M-A-N-Y-O-O, at playbackmedia.co.uk or twitter.com slash manuredcast. Uh, and uh, we're not averse to a bribe here, are we, Mr Smiley? Well, yeah. uh, so uh, we've got five tickets for you and four mates to see Manchester United versus Burnley. And we surely owe them something from earlier in the season. Uh, and uh, they're going to be at home. And we've got these tickets to give away. So stay tuned. We'd like to hear your contributions, uh, please. Uh, so 
for 100th goal to Ryan Giggs. Mm-hmm. When we look back now, uh, he's the most capped player, uh, not quite the highest goal scorer. I think that still stands to Bobby Charlton, but he certainly made a huge contribution, hasn't he? Oh, he's just amazing. And I'm not going to go into you know, the platitudes that keep rolling out about, you know, you know that he's, he, he leads a good lifestyle. He's, been a good, he's just an amazing player. And he's always been exciting to watch. He's had that thing that United have always loved, is a mazy winger. You know, a great, a great footballer all round. And he's always been exciting to watch. And it's, I think we've got to keep going down that line, you know. We've never been boring, boring Man United. And the main reason we haven't been boring, boring Man United is we've had iconic players, but we've also loved a wingman. We've always loved that. And I think that's part of our style. And Ryan Giggs encapsulates that. Yeah, and Valencia's coming of yeah, age, and then Oberton uh, when uh, the time comes for Ryan to step down. So you can see the ready-made replacement. Yeah, and I think we Tosic as well. You know, um, he's another great wee player. And uh, you know, Nanny's Ferguson's just come out today saying they're not going to sell Nanny under no circumstances. So maybe he's going to buck his ideas up. You never know. You're looking at what's, what's happened to Anderson and Park? They've uh, not played as big a part as I had expected. Park was injured, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he'd been in, injured. I think he's okay now. I think he's. Yeah, on I, his way. I just don't think. I think Anderson's not as clever as people thought he might be. You know, he's a, a combative uh, midfield player, but he's not that clever. I don't think. The lights are on, but it looks like burglars. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'd put him ahead of Nani. Yeah, but I mean, middle of the pitch. He's a middle of the pitch player. What right. happens as a wing okay, player? As opposed to, yeah. But Nani, um, Nani's got good instincts, but the problem is he's suffers from that thing that Obertan was um, supposed to have suffered from, which is the last third. All of a sudden, he just looks up and goes, how the hell did I get here? Yeah, what do I do? He's like he's just had a head injury. He's come out of a coma. Oh, my yeah. God, how'd I end up here? And talking about head injuries and comas, what do you make of Tiger Woods, mate? Mm, yeah, I love the idea that uh, his car... He was locked in the car and his wife took his golf clubs and smashed up his car trying to get him out. I've done that in the past. If you ever find yourself camping and, uh, and you really want to open that tin of beans but you don't have the tin opener, so you just hit it with a lump hammer and you find it, they come out really easily. You know? Brilliant idea. He's yeah, a- he was up to his nuts and guts and the missus has found out, bottom line, and big billionaire woody boy got the woody and now she's stuck a three woody up his... Yeah, I mean, she's standing over him and he's in and out of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not... And here's a guy... Wonder who put him in. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar billionaire. Uh, by next year, was going to be a pound billionaire. And he kind of makes him normal in a way. We all have troubles, don't we? Of course we do. Of course, you know, how many times have I been fighting people off, you know, from wanting to have sex with me, mainly based on my money, not necessarily my good looks. But that's only because, you know, I tend to, when I go to nightclubs, is to wrap 50-pound notes around my erect penis and um, stand at the toilets near the cigarette machine. Is somebody want to come with and a puff, flash, puff a flash it, on and off, like, <laughs> <laughs> on a two-for-one deal, smoke this. Yes. Uh, there you go. Bog off, I think it's cool. Yeah. Buy, buy one, get one free. Yes. <laughs> so we're here with the Man U Redcast. Uh, remember, you got those tickets to see uh, Manchester United beat. Sorry, did I say beat? I meant play at Burnley. We looked, and Mr. Smiley says, no problem with Europe, Eddie. Don't worry. Calm down, boy. Calm down. 4-1 against Portsmouth, who, by the way, changed their manager. A nice welcome for Mr. Avram Grant. Yeah, well, and I think he's great. I think Avram Grant's a um, great manager. He proved it against, uh, with Chelsea, rather. Um, you know, he takes him through to the Champions League final and he gets sacked. What do you got to do? What do you got to do? Penalty away. Yeah. Dodgy penalty oh, away from me. The, do you know, I wept. I wept. Um, not out of my eye. But um, when I watched um, 
Terry fall over. You know, it's fantastic. Oh man, my and they just they just beaten us before that at old at sorry at, at their place. Mm. They'd just beaten us, and I, I thought to myself, we're going to have to impl- inflict a pain on these people that they will remember for the rest of their life. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. They'll always remember that. There's nothing that will erase that memory. Yeah. How good does it feel? Yeah, I'm staring off into the distance now. Yeah, uh, I what feel, a line. feel what it a coming back. I can feel uh, the, the fluid coming back. We had a, a little bit of a competition which is still running. And uh, just if you know, give us a clue, but don't tell us what it is. Don't spoil it like you do everything else. <laughs> the youngest player ever to score for Manchester United in the FA Cup. Well, you know. I'm not going to say much, but I, I remember the match. I ruined my television to it because it was a quite a controversial uh, match. And um, let's just say it came. The goal came from the right wing. He cut in, cracked it out of the right outside of his right foot, and top left hand corner. There you go. There you go. Stop now. You're winning. Stop now. Well done. Uh, Man you at playbackmedia.co.uk. Send your emails in. You win yourself some prize. Can't say fear it and that, can I? We're bribing you and, and all of where I normally work. We aren't allowed to do competitions anymore because some Muppet spoils it for everybody, but I won't talk about that. So let's look to the future then. We'll look back and uh, it's time to look forward. Uh, who have we got this week? Well, this uh, little matter of the Carling Cup. So we talked about the kids and the, uh, one imagines you'll see uh, Wellbeck and the Twins and Makeda uh, and uh, 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 maybe our captain and right back Gary Neville also he's not oh, a child please. but he will be playing he got sent off didn't he in the last round but one imagines he'll be playing uh, and it's against Tottenham yeah well you know Tottenham you know they're, they're a stylish team they like to play good fast football they like to keep it on the ground um, and if they play um, their second their second string team and we no, play they ours they they'll play the full I, we'll, I, have, I'm them. we'll have them with them I'm, but they've got quite a good squad this time haven't they yeah? I think Owen will start for us I think it would have um, maybe try Owen and Makita or Owen and uh, Welbeck up front I think that'd be good Oberton one side yep maybe uh, maybe Valencia but also um Park's back as well after injury, so yep. we might give him a bit of a run out. That'd be nice on both on both sides. He's a good, honest player. I like Park. Okay, now and are we, who are we playing through the middle? Who do you want? Who would I like to see? Yeah, playing through the middle. And I think Carrick needs to um, get a grip or something about Carrick. He's missing something. Maybe he's getting a flea in his ear uh, against his own team, his old team in um, Spurs. Give him a go. I think so. Give him a go. Uh, give him a wee bit of confidence back. We need Brown to play because, I mean, he's, he's doing well. Brown, Evans, uh, give Vidic a little break. Yeah, and uh, and Gibson. Have Gibson there. Gibson, uh, yeah. Playing a wee bit of a holding. I like Gibson, good player. Even though he, he comes from Northern Ireland, you've got you know, to give it to him, of course. Stop it. And, uh, you know, and Johnny Evans, he's not there. You know, uh, Corey Evans, another Northern Irish guy, you know. Who are you, put, who are you putting in goal? Oh, Ad Kuschak. You rate him, don't you? Yeah, I do. I like him. I think, you know, got to be honest with you, I like the Northern European goalkeeper. They don't mind it getting cold and frosty. They don't mind it getting a volley in the face in Darlington on a, a February night. You know, they're used to it. So, um... Yeah, I wonder about our tough players. Seven Arsenal players wearing gloves uh, this week. And it's not even cold yet. And I, I just can't get my head around Arshavin wearing gloves. He comes from bloody Russia. I know, but he's... Apparently, he's a freak of nature. Part of him's made of marzipan. <laughs> <laughs> so, your prediction against Tottenham? I've already put money on it. Uh, Have you? What, with the other people that you've been advertising? Yes, um, and I've put money on it that United are going to win 3-1. 
Is that what you bet? Yes. 3-1? 3-1. Against Tottenham? Against Tottenham. In Did you know they were going to play a first team? Don't care. You just think we're going to Whoever we... That's me pounding my chest. <laughs> In a Praetorian guard way. You the man. I'm the man. You, I am the man. You the I'm man. the man in my house. My house yeah. is full of lesbians. I'm the man. <laughs> um, still I keep wearing my work boots, though. Um, so, yeah, 3-1, uh, Man United. Why not? Why not? No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, uh, you know, we've got a couple of West Ham supporters around here. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what West they're West waiting for. I love the way West Ham are like sort of Spurs feeder team and then Spurs are our feeder team. That's great because Carrick sort of came through like a, like a tapeworm. From from you as the host <laughs> through <laughs> through the conduit that it was Spurs and now he's wriggling up and down our centre of our pitch. Yeah. But he was came from you too, came from you, yeah. <coughs> Your academy, or basically the, West, <laughs> the Harry Redknapp showroom. The, the the West Ham Academy is acknowledged as being the best in the country and one yeah. of the best in Europe. Just really producing fine players that they then sell on to proper teams. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're just shysters out in the West Ham, to be fair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, let's leave Football an equivalent of a sheepskin coat on a lay-by. <laughs> so, and the big match, the reason we give it West Ham, if you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, a tough time, is because, of course, uh, on Saturday, uh, the next league match is against We're Forever Blowing Babbles. Uh, apparently, your 18-yard box is just going to be full of winkles and crab claws and welks. Welks. Have, yeah. you, ever, have you ever had welks? No. Please, God, no. Uh, I had works. Lots of had works. What the hell do you want to eat the inside of that for? It is absolutely gorgeous. A little bit of vinegar, a little bit of salt. Oh, works. I mean, you've got to eat them with your eyes closed. Oh, yeah, no way. Like a lot lot of things I've eaten in my time. I stopped picking my nose and eating them when I was a kid. But my favourite ones, when I did pick my nose and eat it, was the ones that were, like, crispy on top and slightly wet and gooey underneath. That's a welk. (laughs) You're a sick guy. Are we going to beat West Ham? Yeah. It's not going to be, is it? It's not going to be, it's not going to be easy. But they've got the calls out, isn't it? Carton calls out. Um, yeah, that's what we just heard. Oh, well, the stories that we've heard about them, they need to do a bit of a fire sale. Carton took calls out, and they were looking to sell them in January to get fifteen or twenty million. Yeah. Also, the goalkeeper, Mister Robert Green, yeah. he, he looks as though uh, certainly a couple of the papers that I read today say that he's on his way out. Yeah. Um, I don't know who can score the goals if he, Carton Cole isn't around. I just. I just I look forward to this game. I, I see I think, three or four nil. I think we'll. we'll um, I think they'll put up a spirited, uh, a spirited defence though, and they've been a bit of bo- a bit of a bogey team for us West Ham in the <coughs> past. So um, I won't get out of my pram and make a big deal about it, but we'll we will beat them. I think that, that wasn't the time when uh, Mr. De Canio was playing because he was quality, wasn't he? When he yeah, was playing for them, they, um, you know, he, of all uh, my right wing Italian Nazis, he's my favourite. <laughs> There was something about him, even though he pushed oh, the goalkeeper, the, the referee over. Yeah. When it, that and then volley the Nazi he scored in front of the ultras, I loved that. The way he done that it was just oh, how sweet. It, two, two other things. He, he did. was actually the, punching his chest and waving to somebody at the no, back no. row, but then he got a spasm and it, his hand just stared up there. And the volley he scored was one of the finest goals ever yeah. scored in the Premiership. And he, didn't he catch the ball? And as then well? he caught the ball. Was, you know, and more that, than Henri would have done. That was yeah. <laughs> and Henri would have punched it into yeah. the goal, right? <laughs> Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Uh, yeah, I mean, he did well, uh, didn't he? Yesterday, Barcelona beating Real Madrid. Uh, but I'm wondering uh, about the Champions League when we go through to the latter stages, which, by the way, everybody Liverpool are not in. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, they even died, didn't they? 
Yeah, and Gary Never Neville hates him. He said they got what they deserved. He just stokes it up, doesn't he? he just doesn't. Like I agree it. with him. I completely agree with him. I think that um, you know he's our Jimmy Carragher, isn't he? He's united all the way through. Yeah. Jimmy Carragher's um, Liverpool. Yeah, that's the word. A thief um, all the way through. <laughs> but um, no, I think he's right. I think Liverpool. I think you know. Benitez has been smug enough to run around buying, um, you know, journeymen and hopefully he's going to, you know, know, sandpaper an elephant down into a greyhound. I don't know what he's trying to do with that team, but they're a two-man team and they've been too smug. And they I think that's unfair, you know. I hear that a lot. Their goalkeeper is pretty... He'd, he'd, he'd get into most teams in the Premiership, their goalkeeper. Yeah. We're talking about people who are going to score goals and change oh, yeah, games. And he doesn't do Not it, just yeah. some big lump that gets himself in front of a shot. <laughs> I don't think that's a technical way to describe a goalkeeper. A Davis. big lump who gets in the way. <laughs> but maybe it will yeah, A big that. fast lump, a big agile lump. Just call him what you want. He's a lump. <laughs> He's a lump no matter where it is. Uh, so, uh, look, we're uh, looking at uh, beating 3-1. Tottenham Hotspur yeah. uh, in the Carling Cup. I'm saying three or four nil, and you're saying against West Ham. I'd say West Ham. I think it might be something like two one three two us. The great thing about this show is we live or die by our predictions, and uh, egg can be uh, very horrible on your face. Uh, and certainly, when we... this face will be an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> so when we come back next week, uh, we will be uh, teased mercilessly if West Ham do any business against Manchester United. We will be. Uh, just to remind you, five tickets. Five tickets. Wouldn't you like to go with me? Wouldn't you like to go out on a date with me, mate? Yeah. Five You'd tickets. You'd be a cheap date, though, to be fair, wouldn't yeah, you? Absolutely. A hot dog and a little drink. That's You'd be fun. a happy meal. Yeah. Sit mm-hmm. Sit on maybe your a finger around the back of a skip. Yeah, sit, sit on your knee and you can show me your picture in the programme. <laughs> yeah. You and four mates to see Manchester United versus Burnley at home. We've got that, so don't go anywhere. I'll give you all the contact details right now. Man, U-M-A-N, Y-O-O at playbackmedia.co.uk. We'd love to know what you think about our predictions, what you think about what you've heard on the show, and who was the man. What's going to happen? Your predictions for who's going to win at the Premiership. We'd love that. You can join us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash manuredcast. You can tell your friends or leave a review on iTunes and press the subscribe button so you don't miss what's coming up on the Man U uh, Redcast. We'll know more about Tiger Woods next week. Uh, more Arsenal players will be wearing gloves, and Mr. Bollard will be wearing a, a different uh, handkerchief around his neck, and Arsenal will still be crying about their defeat to Chelsea. And hopefully, sir, Manchester United will carry on inexorably to another title victory, because they are the greatest team on earth. For sure. Well done, mate. Have yourself a great week, and thanks very much for joining us. It's been a pleasure, and it's never a chore, Eddie. It's never a chore. It's always a slightly distracting that you wear your lucky leader hosen every week, but, you know, it's in the right colours. That's the main thing. Next week, it's speeders. We're both going to wear speeders. Happy days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see my nipple yeah. ring then? Come on, you reds! <laughs> this is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.